0: Gould Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson. Welcome into Preps Rewind. Presented by Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton. 970-454-3355. Open seven days a week. Uh, A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. They have a machine shop, marine off-road equipment, car and truck parts, tractor parts. Uh, curbside pickup is available. You can also look them up online at Gould Parts Online. Uh, we are live here in the Allo Fiber Studios. Uh, excited to be back live. I've been kind of having to pre record some shows. Uh, my kids' uh, fourth and fifth grade basketball season is now over, and uh, we're back to doing this live. And it's a perfect time because we are just super, super busy with uh, the last couple weeks of state, uh, basketball, the winter season. Only two, uh, 2 weeks left here in the winter only really 1 week left because the the final games will wrap up next Saturday. So, um we're going to look at uh, all the state uh, basketball brackets. Uh, I'm going to give some thoughts as we look at those and we go through um in the second segment we will have uh, Roosevelt uh, girls basketball coach Enoch Miller on. They got a huge huge win last night uh, in the uh, the great 8 and uh, that sends them to the final 4 at the 5A girls level. Uh in the third segment we will talk with uh R- resurrection Christian basketball uh coach uh Ryan Yoder. Uh he's actually gonna be on the bus heading down to the Coliseum when we're talking to him. Um uh they play at 115 today against uh, DSST Montview. Uh, that can be heard live here on KFKA. That game is going to be live here on KFKA, so you can uh, listen in, and uh, we will have that one for you. And then in the final segment, uh, as we always do, we will wrap it up with uh, the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Um, as we've dwindled down the teams, I have dwindled down the rankings. Um, we have the six top teams. Um Boys and girls combined this week uh, of teams I think can win the basketball state championships as we inch closer and closer to those. So uh, let's let's jump right in. We're going to go through every one of the brackets, six uh, A through one A, uh, boys and girls. We're going to start on the girls' side. We'll go through all. All girls' brackets, and then we'll flip over and start at 6A on the boys' side. So these games were played on Wednesday, the quarterfinals for the 6A girls. Cherokee Trail took out Mullen, 47-39. Um, they will take on Valor Christian now in the semifinals as Valor Christian, uh, the four-seed, beat Rock Canyon 60-44. to So one semifinal at 6A girls, Cherokee Trail, Valor Christian on the other side of the bracket cherry creek uh falls to regis jesuit 50 to 44 uh regis now into the semifinals they will play legend as legend got the win uh 62 to 35 over horizon so that's uh, a pretty impressive win there for legend let's uh move on to the 5a bracket these games were played uh just last night uh at the 5A level. The 4A goes on today at the Denver Coliseum. Air Academy takes out Frederick 45-39. to Air Academy moves on to the semifinal. Uh, Northfield beat Windsor. The Windsor girls fall in the quarterfinals yesterday 66-53. So Air Academy and Northfield will play in one semifinal for 5A and Roosevelt. We will have Enoch Miller on in the next segment. Uh, they take out Montrose 60-45 Uh they will face Meade in the semifinals. Meade won over Stanley Lake 54 to 41. Roosevelt's game 60 to 45. It sounds like it was a, a bit of a blowout, but uh, Roosevelt went into that fourth quarter actually losing and uh, just tore it up in the fourth quarter to get the win. So uh, we'll talk with Enoch Miller in the next segment about that win last night. And now at the 4A level, they are going to play uh, quarterfinal games. Uh, today we have one final, um, as they start early down there, we have one final already. Holy family moves on, on in four, a girls with a 52 to 25 win over peak to peak, uh, to move into the semifinals, uh, resurrection Christian girls play Pagosa Springs today at four o'clock. Uh, the winner of that will face Holy family in the semifinal, University also playing today they play at eleven forty five against De Evelyn. uh university in the quarterfinals there, and uh they would the winner of that game would play the winner of Colorado academy and Riverdale Ridge that is your look at four a stuff today that is all happening today at the Coliseum there is a uh boys game going on right now, and then university girls will take the court at eleven forty five Today, let's move on to the 3A level. At the 3A level, they have just played the first round of their tournament. Um, they've got it down to the the Sweet 16 at this point for 3A. Uh, Peyton. Uh, Got the win over Lions 90 to 13. They are the number one seed in the tournament. They will face St. Mary's Academy, who got a two-point win over the Vanguard School. The biggest upset of the day comes from a, a team here in the area. They only had six wins going into this game, but Platte Valley pulls off a huge, huge upset against Bennett. They were Platte Valley was the twenty-five seed. They take out Bennett, the eight seed, sixty-one to fifty-seven. Platte Valley will play Strasburg today at At 11 in Bennett, so Platte Valley-Strasburg in Bennett playing as Strasburg took out Ellicott 69-29. So uh, Platte Valley, the 25 seed, moving on to the second round. Uh, Yuma took out Brush 64-23. They will play Montezuma-Cortez as Montezuma-Cortez got a 10-point win over Meeker. Centauri and Cedar Ridge will face in the Sweet 16 as they both get wins. Uh, Centauri sixty seven twenty one and Cedar Ridge beat Banning Lewis Academy thirty six to twenty in a low scoring game. There, Colorado Springs Christian will face Olathe. Olathe beat uh, Buena Vista 50-46. to Colorado Springs Christian won with ease 69-20 to over Gunnison. Uh, another school from our area, Highland, is hosting uh, their regional, the Highland Girls. They get the win 60-27 to over Prospect Ridge Academy. They will face Roaring Fork as Roaring Fork took out Windsor Charter Academy. St. Mary's beats Forge Christian uh, 59-28. They will play Ignacio as Ignacio with an upset. Also, the 22-seed Ignacio beats Timnath, the 11-seed, 45-43. That Timnath team is very young and are going to make some noise over the next couple of years. Grand Valley wins 52-15 to 15 over Platte Canyon. They will play Salida uh, as Salida beats Jefferson. Let's uh, move on to the 2A level. Uh, they are hosting uh, regionals right now and uh, Marino hosting a regional and they will uh, play sergeant for the regional championship as they both get the win in the first round. The region two of the Class 2A girls, Rangeley and Evan, Evangelo Christian Academy, will play today at uh, noon for a chance to go to the state tournament. Burlington hosting... Uh, And they will move on to the championship game of the regional round. They will play Lyman today at 1 o'clock in Burlington for a chance to move on to the championship. Sanford and Wiggins will face off in Region 4 of the 2A. Sanford and Wiggins at 1 o'clock today to see who moves on to the state uh, tournament next week. Honey gets a win. They are hosting and Ray with an upset over Montevista. So Ray, the 21 seed, wins. They will face Honey, the 5 seed, in Honey at 1 o'clock today to see which of those teams move on to next week. Denver Christian will play Akron at 3 o'clock today as those two teams win in the first round of the regional and will move on. Uh, At uh, Region number 7, that one here in Greeley, Dayspring Christian Academy, they will face Simla today here in Greeley at 2 p.m. at Dayspring Christian uh, to see who is going on to the state tournament. And Mancos and Sedgwick County in Region 8 will play. At the 1A level, we will look at Site 1. That is McClave. Uh they get the win and High Plains, they will face off today for that regional championship. Uh Stratton and Otis will face off in S- region two. 1A region three for the girls, Flat Irons Academy. Uh they get a win 67 to 10, and they will face DeBec as DeBec uh a minor upset over Rocky Mountain Lutheran. That game is at one today at Flat Irons Academy. Uh, A team that I've talked about a lot this season, uh, the Briggsdale Girls, they uh, move on and they will face Prairie today, as they've played Prairie a few times this season to make a run into the state uh, tournament. Let's move on to Region 5 at 1A. Idelia and Fleming will face off at 1 o'clock today, and... uh, Let's move to Site 6. Dove Creek, Cheyenne Wells will face off at 10 a.m. today to see which one moves on to next week. In Region 7, Flagler and Kit Carson play. That will be the... Oh, that game has already played, actually. Kit Carson is moving on to the uh, state tournament next week. And in Region 8 for 1A, Kiowa and Eads, they uh, they will play later today to see which of those teams move on I, I think we will uh, we'll hop out now, we'll get Enoch Miller on the other side and uh, we'll try to get through that boys, uh, the boys brackets uh, in the final segment with the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. You're listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA Welcome back into uh, Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, nine seven zero four five four three three five five. We will now uh, head over to the phone line where we have Roosevelt Girls Head Basketball Coach Enoch Miller. Coach, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Are you a little bit tired after a late night?
1: I am. I'm down here at the Coliseum, though. Just got done watching Holy Family. So, down here enjoying some ball.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, coach, um, one thing as I kind of look towards like the end of your season, you guys were kind of cruising there and then you had a tight one against Holy Family. And and I don't ever want to say that a loss is a good thing, but that loss to Riverdale Ridge kind of is that proving to be a little bit of a, a motivating factor?
1: Yeah, you know, we we wanted to make that last week tough, you know, going into the postseason knowing that, you know, we just, we just needed to be pushing ourselves. Um, and, and again, not being on cruise control. And so, um, we may have overdid it a little bit because that was a, you know, our, that Riverdale game was our, was our third game in four nights. Um, and, and, and they were, they were solid that night. Um, and we we just didn't have anything, but yeah, I think it just put us it just put us in a place mentally where we're like, you know, we got to work. Like we're beatable, of course, um, and um, you know we have to be pushing ourselves and play, playing our best and and concentrated and locked in. And so yeah, I think towards the end of the season, any time when you have those close games or losses, it, it does it puts you in a mindset where you know it's it's a little bit humbling, and and you know, hey, you know, we got to get after it. So I I think so.
0: Yeah, and Coach, uh, looking at last night's game, you know, uh, a lot of people just kind of look at uh, final scores, and, and people who see a 60-45 a to 45 win for you guys last night over Montrose, they probably go, oh, they, they must have, uh, you know, kind of just cruise to a victory, but uh, that's really not how last night's game went at all.
1: Not at all. Not at all. There were, I don't know, uh, you know, what was it? 12, 14 lead changes. <laughs> like it was it was uh, you know, we were we were down at many points uh during the game, including at the end of the third quarter. Um it, it was very, very close. Montrose, um, I, I give them a ton of credit. They um you know, on average they give up thirty seven points a game. They're a great defensive team. And um you know, again, sometimes you just think, "Oh, Western Slope." You know, of course they're not playing the greatest teams, which you know is there's truth to that. But man, they were a really good defensive team. They made it difficult on us, and and uh, and they were getting some shots to fall that were tough. They hit two bank threes <laughs> in the first half, one at, from half court at the end of the quarter, uh, yeah. at the end of the second quarter. And so, yeah, it was a tight game for sure, and um, we we squeaked it out
0: and and uh i was just kind of keeping track on uh, on max preps uh, kind of watching the score tracker on there and and uh you just have to be really proud of the way that your girls you go into the fourth quarter like you said you're you're down entering the fourth quarter but you guys put together just a dominant 20 to 3 quarter to to pull it out
1: yeah you know our 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 kids i think our experience kind of took over a little bit um you know we we're finally able to get a little lead. It wasn't big. I think it was four or six or something like that. And then, um, and then we just were real strong with the ball and, um, and just moved it and just really forced their hand a little bit to, to come out and start fouling us. And, um, you know, it's not easy to do without turning it over sometimes, especially against pressure. And our girls just did a masterful job of taking care of it and then knocking down free throws.
0: And one of the one of the girls that uh, really stood out to me watching that score tracker last night, uh, it seemed like uh, Kinsey Trujillo just played an amazing fourth quarter for you guys.
1: She did. She did. She's <laughs> to be honest, she's been amazing all year. Uh, she is such a tough kid. She's a um, Colorado Mesa commit, um, true point guard. Um, but she she's she's solid um she's uh great ball handler sees the floor well can shoot it from 3 um can you can post her up like she just does a little bit of everything and uh yeah she pushed through and stepped up when we needed it the most for sure
0: eight and right
1: from the free throw line i believe
0: yeah and and that's is something i was going to say too it seemed like when you guys got the opportunity and were getting fouled you guys were hitting the free throws also
1: yeah well you know I think overall we were 18 for 31 so we did we definitely missed them but, uh, Kinsey was uh was eight for eight and and we made um we made a bunch in the fourth quarter and on the ones we missed we got offensive rebounds so that was huge. Um, I think we got i want to say three free throw line checkout offensive rebounds um in that fourth quarter, so we were able to keep it alive and then and then in turn get fouled again so um that was good.
0: Yeah and so now we we move on to the semifinals coach uh, you have Meade in the semifinals what do you, what do you know about Meade
1: I I know they're very they're, they're very talented um they're a solid team uh, they're very well coached Mike Ward does a great job um and you know they're ball control they take care of it they'll put a little bit of pressure pressure on you, you know, with some zone press and also some man run and jump press and um, you know, uh they shoot it well. They have a girl Darby who shoots it really well and um yeah, I mean they're gonna be they're gonna be really tough. They played really well yesterday against Stanley Lake and, and dominated them.
0: And uh, as as we kind of look to it's not something that happens during the basketball season very often but um you guys now looking ahead to the semifinals you have Meade um and you have 3 days to prepare for them is this something where you you kind of dive into the film a little more and and dig deep into Meade so you're you're preparing for stuff they do or you just continue to work on your stuff
1: You know we will we'll do both uh we'll do both uh, you know today will be a big film day uh you know kind of breaking down um you know some things we can do better and um but yeah we will also spend a lot of time on mead. like you said it's a a little bit of a shorter prep um and so it's you know you kind of have to kill two birds with one stone um but you know we're familiar like mead is right around the corner um and you know we've i've seen them play multiple times um and so we're familiar with what they do but they they present some different challenges for sure they they um They're guard-heavy, and and, and they do a good job of taking care of it, and and they're solid defensively. And so, yeah, yeah, there'll be some – I think it'll be a really good game. I really do.
0: Well, hey, Coach uh, Coach Miller, I I appreciate you jumping on with me again this morning. I know you had a late night, and I know you're down there uh, enjoying some more basketball today. So uh, congratulations on a great win, and good luck here uh, over the next uh, couple of games.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me.
0: Yep, that is uh, Roosevelt girls' head basketball coach, Enoch Miller, joining us there. Um, Yeah, just a a, a fantastic uh, team. They're trying to defend their state championship from last year, Uh, all the girls returning from last year's state championship team. But uh, um, he's got some really, really good players on that team, including... uh, Kyla Hallier, she's just a sophomore. But uh, the one thing I noticed paying attention to that team last night online is uh, Kinsey Trujillo was, every time that I saw a basket scored and Roosevelt would get the lead a little bit, it seemed like it was Kinsey Trujillo that was doing the job for them last night. So um, they have some senior leadership. They also have some stud players. It's just uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they can defend that uh, state championship this year. So, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, On the other side, maybe we'll hop out here and we'll try to get uh, Coach uh, Ryan Yoder from uh, Resurrection Christian on the other side. uh, You're listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in Eaton, 970-454-3355, open seven days a week. They are your NAPA parts provider. Thank you, Gould Parts. Uh, we're now going to get onto the phone line and uh, chat a little bit with uh, Coach Ryan Yoder of Resurrection Christian Basketball. Uh, Coach, how are you doing this morning?
2: Fantastic. We're very excited.
0: Yeah, I- I'm sure you are Uh I, let's, uh, I just want to start. Let's go back a, a couple of games here. Let's go to the first-round game. Um, that score kind of surprised me. Is a little bit closer than I expected, I guess. Uh, but looking at the score, I'm guessing that basalt kind of slowed the game down on you.
2: They sure did. Yeah, it was a good game plan on their part. No credit to them. They played really hard. They played really well. Um, they had a couple of possessions that were a minute and a half to two minutes per possession. And wow. So, for a while it felt like keep away instead of basketball but but to their credit they got us on a on an off night we shot like 30 percent from the field so it was good timing for them and uh i was super proud of how our guys battled made plays some key steals some key buckets and we squeaked one out but uh yeah it was much closer than anybody expected
0: yeah sure. you, you, coach you've probably never been uh, more pro uh, shot clock for high school basketball than you <laughs> were after that night
2: that is a that is a true say, but for sure, uh, I voted for it. Just so you know, the couple times I've got to vote for that, but that that's an example of why, right? Yeah. That we uh, to keep the game moving. I mean, the fam- it was hard hard for the fans to watch, hard for a coach to coach. But uh, again, to their credit, they did what they had to do and played really well.
0: Yeah, and then uh, you guys do bounce back in round two with a big win, a 30-point victory over what I consider a very good Fort Lupton team. They have a couple of really good sophomores on that team, but uh, you guys bounce back and play really well in that second round.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Thanks for the the compliment. I I thought our guys uh, played really well. We prepared really well. Uh, Callahan, and I'm I'm spacing the number 11 name, I think it's Martinez. uh, Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez, thank you. That's right. So those two guys are legit players and very, very good along with their teammates. And I thought we, other than the 9 0 start where we gave them nine up front and then called timeout and got, got, uh, settled in, uh, from there, you know, we played just excellent basketball, shot it well, passed it well. Uh, obviously it helped that Ty had five three pointers in the first half. They, got, wow. uh, our guys found the hot shooter and he, uh, connected, which helped, helped elect a great deal. All
0: right. Let's, uh, let's move on today. I know, uh, you're probably a little anxious and just ready to get to this thing. But uh, talk to me about your matchup with uh, DSST Montview. Um, what do you really know about them?
2: Yeah, they're a very solid team. Obviously anybody that's 23-2 and two is good. Um, they've beat Fort Lupton. They've beat University. They've beat a number of the teams that we've played. So it's it's good for comparison's sake. But they're extremely quick, great leapers, uh number zero is a great driver i'm spacing his name i apologize we know him by number on our team from yep. the scouting report but but number zero tremendous shooter uh and then they've got a lot of drivers and leapers so we're going to have to get back on defense keep them in front of us uh we're going to have to take great shots and really pound it inside they don't really have any uh any size but they've got athletes and so we're gonna we're gonna go at them down low uh to start the game but we feel really good about our chances yet we know it's, it's not going to be easy
0: yeah, and once you get to this time of the year, you, you just know that you're going to be in for one. And that's uh, you mentioned it there. One of the things that I wrote down is that you guys definitely have a height advantage uh, over these guys, and it sounds like you're really going to take it, try to take advantage of that.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, we'll we'll take what they give us. Uh, there's been some teams that have packed it in. Basalt did that actually, right? And then we just happened to be cold from outside. But we're whatever they give us, we're going to take. We don't we don't mind. But uh, yeah, we're, the intention will be. Get it to Jacob Barker. Get it to Marcus Phillips. Uh, get it to even Kate Crutcher if he has a small guard on him. Get it to Graham Riggs if he's got a small guard on him, and and play inside out if they'll allow us. If they sag in, then we'll, but then we've got Ty, Egan, Kate, and and Graham shooting three pointers. So we feel like I said, good either way. But uh, we're going to try to pound it at first, for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, Coach, uh, I'm I'm not uh, I don't know this, but I'm just going to ask it. Uh, have you have you taken a team and, and played games at the Coliseum before?
2: Yeah, no worries. Yeah, this is our—you uh, know—I'm really proud of our guys. This is our third grade eight in a row. Uh, the first was as a three A team, so we played at Denver University. Yeah. Uh, last year we played uh, in the in the grade eight final four and then championship game. All three of those were at the Coliseum. So, uh, and we played well in those games. Holy family, the final game—you know—we uh, could have played better without a doubt, but we we're very comfortable there. Um, we even called it our home court yesterday in practice, uh, kind of jokingly. But uh, yeah, we're we're ready to go.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's a fun place to to play basketball. I, I remember when I used to officiate basketball, getting to, to do a couple of games there, and it's it's a great atmosphere in that place.
2: Absolutely, yeah, great great history going all the way back to the ABA Nuggets, right? And, yep. uh, so there's some uh, just just some uh, cool ambiance about the history that's there. Uh, it doesn't look spectacular or shiny or new, but uh, the floor is great, the uh, lighting's great, um, and it's just like you say, an exciting environment for high school basketball.
0: Uh, Coach, one thing that really has stood out to my uh, to me about your team the whole season is is just how balanced you guys are offensively. You have uh, four guys averaging over ten points, and then you have two more that are are right around eight points per game.
2: That's right. Yeah, that that's been an intentional effort from our coaches and our players throughout the year to. Uh, not not rely on any one player. Certainly, we have players that get hot or have favorable matchups throughout games, and so we go to them more. But uh, to have, like you said, really close to six guys that any well, we do have six guys that any given game can score double figures and have um, whoever they allow to to do that. The opponent, in other words, right? Based on how they play our play us, uh, we feel great about that. And then we've got we've got uh, maybe the the secret weapon is how unselfish our guys are. Um, I don't know how closely you looked at the stats, but my, last time I looked a few games ago, we were tw- about 20 assists a game and about 10 turnovers a game. And so for those that don't know, like if, if a player has a 2-to-1 assist to turnover ratio, that ratio, that would be considered outstanding. For a team to do it, it's almost unheard of. for you are looking for your teammates, but also not turning the ball over recklessly. You feel... Really good about all of our guys' ability to share the ball,
0: and, and Co- it's so funny that you uh, you go there, coach, because that's exactly where I was going next. That's one of the stats I have wrote down. Is that it is it's uh, it's nineteen point eight assists per game, and then it's exactly ten uh, turnovers per game, and I, that's yeah. one of the stats that I look at getting ready for every every coach I'm going to talk to. I always check that stat because that really tells a story about a team.
2: Yeah, I mean. There's <clears throat> there's a lot of good teams that might have a one to one or even a, a negative assist to turnover ratio, and they're a good team. And uh, but we've we've made it an effort to particularly share with our with our returning players that were coming back this year that we want we want this to be about getting great shots. We can get good shots anytime we want. We have got lots of guys that can create shots that are contested. But uh, what we've done a really good job of, and I'm proud of our guys, all all of them, all 13 guys that are on the playoff roster is. They look for each other. One of our core principles is we play for each other, we create shots for each other, along with our other core principles being defense and rebounding. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, our guards set the tone, but our bigs, our bigs like Marcus Phillips, as an example, uh, has a four to four or four and a half to one assist to turnover ratio, which wow. is just unbelievable for a power forward, right? I mean, it's great yep. for a guard. It'd be unbelievable for a guard. But so when our bigs can pass like they do, Jacob Barker has a great uh, assist ratio as well. Uh, it really makes us hard to hard to defend, hard to beat.
0: Well, you mentioned a couple of the guys there, but uh, I, I want to just bring up your son a little bit, Ty. He he's uh, he's doing a really good job of scoring, but you just have to be happy with the way he's playing. He's scoring and he's he's uh, doing a good job as a point guard, handing out the ball. He's got six assists per game.
2: Yeah, that's he's really upped his game in that regard. He's not scoring as many points as he did last year. Part of that for all of our guys just because they uh many of our games we you know won by 30 40 points right so they weren't playing as much either so stats are sometimes misleading if you don't play as many minutes it's hard to score points but but the point is uh his assists are up dramatically from last year's number and he's had some 12 and 13 assist games against good competition like colorado academy who's in grade eight with us and like that so i'm really uh grateful for how he's chosen to uh to get everybody involved kate crutcher's another one right his his assists are up dramatically from last year. His last game against Fort Lupton, It was seven assists to two turnovers. So uh, those two guys are really playing well right now and locked in.
0: Yeah, and uh just one last one here for me, coach, uh and then I'll, I'll stop bothering you and let you just focus on your game. But uh it's it's kinda crazy how the bracket works out. You guys are you're twenty two uh twenty three and two on the season here, and, and it's just odd to me that you look at this bracket and you guys get the win today and the potential is that you're you're going to play one of those teams that have beaten you uh, this season. It, it just it's weird how that all works out sometimes.
2: I would agree with you. It's uh, you know I we 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 have the mentality of just one game at a time, so we're not even really thinking about. But we we know who's coming, but yeah. we we're not even thinking about that because we got to take care of business today. But we're looking forward to playing those guys, both uh, Riverdale Ridge and Lutheran uh taught us a lot one one game it was shot selection the other game it was about gapping drivers and uh from that point on you know after the a game we haven't lost a game with those couple improvements we've made and um i think that's really going to bode well for the for the stretch run here so Uh, But right now, to your point, we don't care which team it is, and and we don't even care about the next game right now. We just got to go win today at the Coliseum.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Coach, uh, I appreciate your time. I know uh, uh, doing an interview this uh, close to game time may not be the best thing, but I appreciate you uh, giving me a little bit of time today, and I wish you the best of luck uh, with your game today.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. It's always my pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Go Cougars.
0: Yep, that is uh, head uh, basketball coach for Resurrection Christian Ryan Yoder joining us. And uh, I do really appreciate his time as uh, they're on the bus heading down to the Coliseum. uh, As we were speaking to him, Uh, his team plays at 115 today against uh, DSST Montview. Um, That game can be heard live here on KFKA. So, uh, yeah, you can hop on and listen if you can't make it down there. And listen to KFKA, but uh, they—it's uh, a very good basketball team, and and I'll talk about it here as we get into the preps rewind power rankings. But for some reason, this has been a team that I've kind of had a question mark here, or there all season but they just continue to win so uh and and I just I expect them to continue to win and uh, move on today from the quarterfinals into the semifinals so um thank you coach Ryan Yoder from Resurrection Christian joining us there giving us some time here on game day for them uh on the other side we will uh go through the combined Preps Rewind Power Rankings and we will look at the boys uh 1A through 6A State Basketball Brackets. Uh, You're listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
2: It's time for the Preps Rewind Power Rankings.
0: it's time for the preps rewind power rankings, Uh, a little bit different this week as I have combined boys and girls out of the team's remaining. And, uh, We will just have them combined instead of having a separate boys and girls uh, division here. So at number six, it could have been the Resurrection Christian Girls, but I went with the Dayspring Christian Girls. This team is highly motivated from last year's exit at the state tournament and are senior heavy for a 2A school. Their top six scorers are all seniors, led by Oma Foma at 18 points per game and Hayward at 16 points per game. Two quality scorers at this level can be huge, and I look for them to make a run. Number five, the Resurrection Christian boys, 23-2, very balanced on offense with four boys averaging over 10 points per game. Led by Ty Yoder and Jacob Barker. For some reason, I I keep questioning this team, but they just keep winning. I always uh, talk about assist-to-turnover ratio, And this team may have the best in the state at 19 assists per game and only 10 turnovers per game. That is how you win games. Resurrection Christian, number five. Number four, the Windsor boys. Windsor has won 17 games in a row and have been challenged multiple times over that stretch. This team is battle-tested and playing their best basketball of the season. Madden Spiley continues to lead the way offensively at 16 points per game. The Windsor boys are number four. Number three, the Briggsdale girls, 20-2 on the season, the defending state champions with potential 1A girls player of the year, Jenna Christ, leading the way. This team is capable of making another run for the state championship. Jenna Christ is averaging 28 points per game, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 steals per game. That is amazing stats. Briggsdale Girls, number 3. Number 2, the Highland Boys. They've won 14 games in a row, including avenging the earlier loss to Strasburg. But guess who's knocking on the door today? Strasburg. They're going to play them for the uh, regional championship and a state championship berth. I have faith in Coach Freeman and his three studs, Sawyer Morgan, Carson Steinke, and Jacob Wares. Highland boys are number two. Number one in the, the combined Preps Rewind power rankings this week. Number one, the Roosevelt girls. They've showed some real grit uh, coming back in the fourth quarter last night with just a dominating quarter that we talked about, 20-3. to three. Uh, They know what it takes to win a state championship as they did it last year. They know how to handle the pressure. They have six girls averaging nine points per game or higher, led by sophomore Kyla Hallier at 16 points per game. So the combined prep street Rewind Power Rankings go like this. Roosevelt won. Roosevelt Girls 1, Highland Boys 2, Briggsdale Girls 3, Windsor Boys 4, Resurrection Christian Boys 5, and Dayspring Christian Girls are 6. That is the final edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. And now, here we have uh, uh, about uh, seven minutes or so. Um, We're going to kind of jump through and look at the boys' state tournament brackets. Starting in 6A, these games, uh, the quarterfinal games were played on Thursday for 6A. Uh Eagle Crest upsets the number one seed Fruta Monument. Eagle Crest moves on. They will face Thunder Ridge, who beat Rock Canyon sixty-two to sixty. Eagle Crest Thunder Ridge. That game will be played on Friday uh in the semifinals. The other semifinal at six A. Uh, Mountain Vista falls to Smoky Hill, 63-62. Smoky Hill hit a last-second shot to win that game. Smoky Hill will face Valor Christian, who beat Chaparral, 66-46. Let's move on to 5A. These games were played yesterday at the Coliseum. Northfield, 61, took out Meade, 52. Northfield, the number 1 seed, will now face Mesa Ridge, 68 uh, 68- to forty four over Dakota Ridge, so Northfield and Mesa Ridge. That game will be played on Thursday. The other semifinal includes a team from our area. Uh, Vista Peak Prep beat Ponderosa fifty six to forty, and they will face Windsor. Windsor, who got the win over Lewis Palmer seventy four to sixty eight. So Windsor and Vista Peak. That game will be Thursday at twelve forty five p.m. Let's uh, hop into four a. Once again, 4A, these quarterfinal games are just going on now. Um, Kent Denver and DSST Green Valley are playing as we speak. We don't have a score update there, but... uh The winner of that game will face the winner of Colorado Academy and Pagosa Springs, who play at 530 today. We just talked with Ryan Yoder. They are on the bus heading down to the Coliseum Resurrection Christian DSST Montview 115 today at the Coliseum can be heard live right here on KFKA if you can't make it down there and the other the winner of that game will face Riverdale Ridge or Lutheran. Those are the two teams, the only two teams this season to beat Resurrection Christian. So, uh maybe Resurrection Christian gets a chance to uh avenge one of their losses. Let's move on to 3A. At the 3A level, uh we are just uh, into the Sweet 16 games yesterday include Forge Christian beating St. Mary's to move on to the Sweet Sixteen. They will play Stargate School, who beat Bu- Buena Vista sixty to forty. Peyton, the number eight seed, took out Roaring Fork by ten. They will play Salida, who beat Dawson School. Centauri beat Timnath by twenty fifty to thirty. They will play Manual as Manual took out Platte Valley sixty three to forty eight. Yuma will uh, play Windsor Charter Academy as w- Yuma beat Liberty Common. Windsor Charter Academy beat Thomas McLaren School. Bishop Matchbuff, they are the two seed. They beat Ignacio 63-54. to 54. They will face Crested Butte, who won a four-point game over Prospect Ridge Academy. Meeker 64, Florence 54. Meeker advances to play Banning Lewis Academy, who had a 15-point win over Montezuma Cortez. This one I'm gonna talk about a little bit more. Uh Highland, they get the win 70 to 41, and they have to play Strasbourg, who won 68 to 19 in alt today. That game is at two o'clock. This one is frustrating to me. I Highland and Strasbourg have played two really, really good games during the season. They played during the league. They played in the district championship. And for Chassa to put Strasbourg in the same region as Highland just seems absolutely ridiculous to me. The numbers, if you look at the seeding index, the numbers are all really close. You could have easily switched a Strasburg, the 11 seed, with a Banning-Lewis Academy, the 10 seed. Or even the one that stood out to me even more is, okay, Highland, guess what? We're going to keep you away from Strasburg. You're going to be the 7th seed instead of the 6th seed, though, and Meeker's going to be the 6th seed. Putting Strasburg and Highland together in this regional bracket is probably— the one thing, and I'm sure it happens for other schools around the state, but that's the one that stands out to me here at KFKA in Northern Colorado. Highland shouldn't have to face Strasburg again, a team they just beat last Saturday. They shouldn't have to face them again this Saturday for the regional bracket and the uh, berth for the the state tournament. It. it it's one mistake that chassis makes sometimes with seeding they need to look at some of this stuff a little bit deeper than just going with the numbers uh let's continue on in the 3a bracket the vanguard school the number 3 seed they beat cedar ridge they will face skyview academy in the uh regional championship there let's move we need to move on to 2a now let's check the 2a regional sites uh Class 2A Region 1, Simla, the number one seed. They took out Cotopaxi. They will face Telluride today for that uh, regional championship and a a state playoff berth. The number two region, Marino, is hosting. They will face Monte Vista for that uh, regional championship. The Region 3, Uh, Class 2A Region 3, Crowley County is hosting, and they will play Byers today in the championship at 1 o'clock for the chance to move on to the state tournament. Let's move on to Class 2A Region 4 on the boys' side. Plateau Valley took out Wiggins yesterday. They will play Fowler, who beat Sargent. That game is at noon today for that uh, state tournament berth. Heritage Christian, a team I really, really like uh Heritage Christian gets a big win over Los Animus. They will play Holyoke today. Heritage Christian is a team i i really I only wanted to go with six in the preps rewind power rankings, but they're a team I really like to uh make a run at the two a level. At uh, Site 6, Sanford will play Loveland Classical. Loveland Classical, they're the 22 seed, but that is really because they had to forfeit a bunch of games at the beginning of the season. Loveland Classical is better than a 22 seed. I wouldn't be surprised if they take out Sanford today. At the Site 7, Denver Christian and Ray will face off to see who wins that regional championship and moves on to state. Site 8, Mancos and Lyman will face off. Let's try to run through 1A. about a minute here. I'll see what I could do. McClave and Pikes Peak Christian will face off. Cheyenne Wells, Denver Waldorf. Denver Jewish Day already beat Front Range Baptist to move on. Stratton and Otis will also face off. Bellevue Christian, Idelia. Sierra Grande and Debeck, Pete's and Genoa, Hugo Carvel and Nucla and Flatirons Academy. All those, whoever wins those games is going to move on to the state tournament next week. Thank you to Micah on the other side of the glass, uh, keeping this thing running. Thank you to Enoch Miller, Roosevelt Girls Head Basketball Coach, and Ryan Yoder. Good luck, Resurrection Christian. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.